You know, you're such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics. Why you acting like that? You ain't tripping, you been in your bag. Good girl, why you look so bad? Hey ladies, so today's episode is entitled, How to Vet Him Right, okay? And if y'all heard the word vetting before, then y'all know what we're getting into. Um, I think that if y'all did y'all research, y'all would know. I think we talked about dating like a Sparta. We talked about, um, uh, uh, what was the other one? Dating like a Sparta. Was it dating like Sparta? I think it was dating like a Sparta. Or oh, men don't like women like you, something like that. Um, so it was books that I have dropped in the beginning of this podcast that is supposed to get y'all right, get it right, get it tight. Okay, honey. So that you knew what you was getting yourself into when you, you know, started this podcast journey with this she knows journey. So vetting was one of the things that they talked about in the book and vetting is one of the things that we talk about on this podcast. Okay. So today we're going to go over how to vet him right. Okay. Because you want to pick the right one. All right. At least attempt to, because you don't know until they take their masks off, okay? Until they get they take their future, you know what I'm saying? Maybe when they future on, but yeah, you don't know until they take their masks off if you got the right one. But you, some things you can do to try to make sure you pick the right one, okay? So let's get into some things, shall we? So um, we talked about the point of vetting. The point of vetting is to try to make sure that you pick the right guy. You know what I mean? Or at least attempt to. You know what I mean? Avoid some of the things you could have avoided. Um. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In the beginning, that was a point of vetting, right? Um, so we're going to talk about vetting properly, okay? How to vet properly. Um, as always, I tell y'all a story, you know, that's how I do this thing over here. And that's how we do this thing on She Knows. We tell stories. I'm trying to adjust my mic, y'all. Bear with me, okay? We tell stories and whatnot, okay? So, can I tell, can I tell you a story, okay? Is that all right, baby? All right, I'm going to tell y'all a story. So, um, was it recently? We're going to say recently. Um, I decided that I was going to do a little experiment, okay? Y'all know that's what I be doing. Y'all know what I be doing. It's like I had content, okay? So, recently I went out to uh, a poetry slam. That's what we're going to call it. We went out to a poetry slam. And, you know, I was looking good, sis, okay? I had on this, like, brown, brown paper bag. I don't know why Migos just came to my head. But I had on this brown um, the top with these brown, like, real flurry business type of pants or whatever. Um, with my slippers on and my um, Louis Vuitton bag. It was very much giving cute, honey. And I had these new glasses to go with the brown, honey. It was very much making it look good. Cute, okay. And I went on little errands throughout the day. What if I cut my hair into a bob? I was cute, okay, sis? Um, you know, errands throughout the day, whatever. And then at the end of the night, because I was feeling myself, I was feeling myself. I went out to the poetry slam to support my friend. My friend be doing poetry slams. He throw a lot of poetry slams. And he do poetry too, so shout out to him. That's my nigga. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I went out to support him. 
And I wasn't even there for long, honey. And a man walked up on me. Because that's what happens when you look good. Okay, to look good. So at the bar, I probably was there for a couple minutes. A man walked up on me. And he got to talking, you know. And we're going to call this guy Philly. Okay, we're going to just call him Philly. Um, yeah, so he was talking or whatever. He was whispering a bunch of sweet nothings. But as we started talking, um, he was a cool person. And he was basically talking about um, why he's at the Poetry Slam. Because, you know, Poetry Slam, they also do open comp. Like, they do stand-up. I mean, open mic. So you could do stand-up, rap, sing, whatever you want to do. Or whatever. Or, um, at these things, events or whatever. So he was saying he was going to perform and he was a rapper. So I was like, oh, okay. So we was talking and whatever. And then, you know, we started getting deep into conversations about 48 Laws of Power, the 50th Law by 50 Cent. Um, what was the other book we talked about? Uh, work, work, uh, smart, not hard, 50 cent book. Um, we talked about a lot of books, a lot of books, um, think and grow rich. We talked about a lot of books. You know, I'm a bookworm. Okay. Um, we talked about a lot of different books, whatever. And some of the books he read, some books he didn't. I think I was kind of like schooling him based on the conversation we was having. And, um, at the end of the conversation, he was a cool person. He really reminded me of the men that I used to talk to back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, don't judge me, y'all. Okay, but like, not the Dusties, but it's like, they have their shit together as for, they have a car, they have a place, they got a job, but they don't know where they, like, what their purpose is and where they're going and like, you know, they don't know where they're going in life. They don't know where they want to be in life. They're just, currently, they're just surviving, you know? This type of men I used to date, you know? At first, it used to be, I don't want no Dusty, so he needs to have a Then I started getting men that had these things, and it was like... Okay, that's the bare minimum. Like, where are you going in the future? What's your priorities? What are you trying to do? You know what I mean? He was the type of guy that was like, okay, you got a car, you got a house, you got a place. And you got a car, you got your own place, you got a job, whatever. You know, you a cool dude, but it don't seem like you have any real substance. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, even when we talked about these books, he really didn't have much knowledge, you know. He wasn't a bookworm like me. He didn't have much to talk about. It seemed like I would be the one pouring into him with them more than he'd be pouring into me. You know what I'm saying? So he wanted my number and everything like that. We didn't exchange numbers, but he was a cool dude. You know, he was a cool dude. He just reminded me of what I used to date. That side of what I used to date. And I just was interested. So from talking to him, he introduced me to two of his friends. And we're going to call one friend Tarzan, because that's what he reminded me of, okay? And the other friend, we're going to call him Comet, because he looked like Comet. So the friend Tarzan was highly educated you could tell okay but he very much gave off player okay he was brown not brown like caramel color tatted up long dreads um he looked like rico from eight at the table chains you know jewelry or whatever um he was educated because he went to some college in Bowie and he had a good degree and he had a good job okay Lived at, at home with his parents, but he was, you know, you know, doing good for himself. He reminded me of the men I used to date, too, because I had those type of men who was flashy, looked good, you know, was smart, knew how to make that bread, but they was players, okay? I ain't a player, I just crush a lot, you know what I'm saying? One of those. And I was just like, mm. Now, don't get me wrong, I could have had Tarzan, too. At this point, Philly introduced me to two of his friends, but now I got three men trying to pursue me. It just get like that sometimes, girl. When you, look, when you look this good, you know what I'm saying? It be happening. So now I got three men trying to pursue me. So Tarzan was, I had to cross Tarzan out because it was like, 
I just been down that road before, and nothing I hate more than a than than an arrogant nigga is a pretty nigga. You know what I'm saying? And um, been there, done that. I'm good. I ain't going back. So kind of crossed Tarzan out the pocket, right? But he was still. He was still cool. You know what I mean? Like, he was still cool. We still talked, whatever. So then Carmen, I call him Carmen. So then Comet walks over. Me and Carmen get to talking. And Comet was really chill, in the cut, ass nigga. You know, I love me in the cut. In the cut, dude. We chill in the cut. Very intelligent. Real down to earth. Um, he had a career. We talked about different books, different things of life, whatever. The conversation was flowing. Like, I was definitely into it. And he was very intelligent. And I was like, okay, comment. Like, we here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when he speak, he spoke so proper. You know, not talking white. That's what they like to say in my community. But, no, he spoke very proper. You know, like, for a black man, when he opened his mouth, you would not have to he sound like that. Not saying that black men are not intelligent. I'm just saying that they think that when you see a black man in certain areas, you'd be like, this nigga gonna say some bullshit. But, no, he opened his mouth. He spoke very proper. It was a very knowledgeable I liked the conversation I had with him to the point it was like, okay, when we going on a date? <laughs> okay. So, Carmen then asked for my number. We exchanged um, we exchanged numbers. And we stayed out all night talking. Even after Hoshi Swan was over, me and him sat next to my car. Like, I stood outside my car and we was talking or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. If it came down to who I had to pick, it was between Philly and Comet. And the reason why I say that is because Philly had his shit together, even though he knew what he wanted to be in the future. That's something that, you know, you could work on or whatever, even though I'm not looking for a fixer-upper, but it was definitely giving fixer-upper. Okay, that's something you could work on. And he seemed like he was more into me than I was into him, which is always a good thing. Always want somebody to like you more than you like them. Okay, period. So he was more into me than I was into him. Okay, and he was like, he came to me first. He came to my car. He was very, you know, um, persistent or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know what I'm looking for, but he was the man in charge. If you get what I'm trying to say, like he didn't, he didn't wait for anything to come to him. He was, he was going to take it. You get what I'm saying? Um, very masculine in that way. I like that, you know? So I was definitely like, all right, maybe I can keep him around. You know what I mean? Maybe. But in common, he was different than what I used to date. And that was a problem between Philly and Tarzan. They was both something I already experienced. You get what I'm saying? Common was more the type of guy that I'm trying to experience. You know what I'm saying? Those men that I'm looking at now, you know what I mean? The men I talk to now type of thing. You know, you got your past, your present, and your future, bitch. Okay, let's get it right. And so in the future, I want a black man that is very intelligent, um, well-rounded. You know what I mean? Book smarts and street smarts, okay. Or even if he don't got street smarts, he'll wear his motherfucking surroundings. And this shit pop off, he with the shits, okay? Period. Um, so I feel like that was common. So... Out of all of them, I end up picking Comet. And me and Comet exchanged numbers, and we decided we were going to go on a date. So me and Comet used to talk on the phone before we went on our date. We talked on the phone probably twice or whatever. Good conversation. Conversation was flowing. He showed he was interested in me. Like, he was calling. He was texting. He was doing all those things. And I'm like, okay, Comet, you putting your big one. You putting your best foot forward, my guy. Um, So that was like vetting, vetting, uh, vetting level one. Had three dudes. Had to pick out. Which one was the best one for me? And that number one might not be for you. Level one might not be for you picking out of three dudes. It might just being able to identify something that you already experienced and being able to identify what you want to experience. You get what I'm saying? 
Because sometimes we keep going back to our type, you know. Why do I always fall for your type, you know, um, Jamie Foxx and shit? We keep going back to what we used to date, what we used to date. But honey, if what you used to date ain't working, bitch, I got to switch it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out with the old and in with the new, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So first level of vetting is you got to be able to identify, mm, does this look familiar? When I dated somebody like this, did this work out? Okay, I know I got a type for this, but this type don't never motherfucking work. So let me switch this shit on up. You know what I mean? So vetting level one is doing that. Level two, this won't get real complex. Y'all take note. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, <laughs> vetting number two is when y'all do go out on y'all date, because that's when you get to really get your feet wet, bitch. Vetting number two is when you go on your date. You have to basically, well, let me get back to the story so I can break it down. Story didn't break down. Okay, so then we broke down level one. Now, back to the story. So me and him were talking on the phone all the time, whatever, like two times talking on the phone, whatever. Here's my thing. You want to see how long it's going to take them to ask you on a date. So we always talk on the phone, always text us like that. You never ask me on date. Like, I'm not really like, you're not trying here. You know what I mean? Um, so like, you want to make sure they ask you out on a date, you know, set up a time, whatever case can be. Like, he's trying to see you or whatever. You want to make sure he's consistent in his conversation and his talk. Like, that's first thing first. If he can't pass level two of the consistency and the showing the interest, throw the nigga away. So level two is making sure they're consistent and showing interest, basically. Number three is the date. Dates don't get complex here, okay? When me and Comet go on a date, first thing first, I said to Comet, because we didn't have conversations. So he know what I like. You know, I'm into seafood. You know, I like a nice view, da, 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 da. We had conversations. So we figured out we had sushi in common. So I was like, oh, um, you know, where are we going to go? He was like, I don't know. Where do you want to go? I'm like, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? So he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that shit turns me off. Like, a man that just can't make a decision for us, can't pick a place, like, I hate that. I like a nigga that be like, be ready by 7, I'm coming to get you. You know what I mean? And you already know we gonna go. Like, that take charge, kind of take the lead as type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, is giving zaddy. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So, it's like, mm, and then also, make one, like, did you really pay attention to all times we talk? Because if you pay attention to all times we talk, I told you I like seafood. We agreed that we both like sushi. We agreed that we, we met at a poetry center. We both like live performances and shit like that. So, you know, you got enough to pick something for us, okay? You got enough information here, sir. He's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. You know, straggy. Um, so, that pissed me the fuck off. So, I was like, um, well, how about we do sushi? He's like, okay, cool. Where? Huh? And I'm just so not used to men doing this. Like, this is not what I'm used to. So, that was just like, mm-mm, okay? So, then I was like, I don't know, maybe somewhere between the both of us. So, he was like, he picked the place but didn't have a bar. Y'all know, come on now. When you met me, I was drinking, baby. I like to drink, okay? And Japanese wine is the strongest wine. That plum wine be doing it. So, you know I want some wine when I go to the Japanese spot. Like, the fuck? So, I was just like, that don't have a bar. You know, like, it was just like, you just picked anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't. And people gonna say this that alpha shit that I be talking about, but like making the best decision for the collective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for the collective. Can you do that, sir? You know what I mean? Like, you know I like wine. 
Why wouldn't it have a bar? You know that I like seafood and you like sushi. Why we don't pick something before? You know what I mean? Like, come on, like, it's not clicking. The math ain't napping. Um, so I was like, that don't have a bar. So then he was like, oh, okay, well, then I don't know. Like, he just gave up. So then I picked the place. So then when we get to the place, when I show up to the place, he's late, first of all. He was about, I'm going to say five minutes late. I didn't get on going into the restaurant. I just waited in the car. But he was like five minutes late. And I don't like that. Like, being late to a date, mm-mm. it's like being late to your interview, sir. Do you need this job or not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you want this job or not, honey? Because it's very much not giving. It's very much giving unemployment. It's very much giving you don't want a job. It's very much giving next. That's what it's giving. Okay. It's five minutes late. I don't give a fuck. You're late. So, yeah. Um... He's five minutes late. I did not. I was not feeling that. Um, so we go inside the restaurant or whatever, and the man. You gotta notice all these things when you betting, right? Like little things. Like we walking on the sidewalk. What side of the street do he walk on? And I'm not trying to be a bitch, but these are the time, the tell signs of what type of man you getting. And what upbringing, upbringing did he have? You know what I mean? Why am I walking on the outside of the sidewalk? Why are you not walking on the outside the sidewalk? Like, the fuck, nigga? Your mother ain't raised you to be a gentleman? You don't know these rules? Like, the hell? So I thought that was weird. Then he didn't even, like, try to grab my door. Like, I was walking in front of him. And, you know, and I stood there because then he, like, oh, let me grab my door. Like, but it was, like, you know, usually when I walk, even if I walk in front of a guy, you know, they, like, speed up a little bit to grab, you know, grab the door. Like, oh, I got you. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, so I thought that was a little weird. Uh, so those are things that just had me thinking, like, mm, so you didn't know how to pick the place, and then you don't know how to be a fucking gentleman. What the fuck? So then when the waiter comes, the waitress comes, and we're ordering our food, me personally, this is just what I like. I like my man to order for me, right? So I would tell the guy what I want, and he would usually put in the order for me. Now, if it's me, my man, and my friend, that's different. But if it's me and my nigga. You feel me? I tell my dude what I want and what guy I'm talking to. And he goes and do it. You know, he tells the waitress what I want. You feel me? Or he goes up and go to the bar and get my order for me. It's usually never me doing all of these things. And I know y'all probably think that I sound crazy. Like, hey, bitch, don't you got a mouth? But bitch, hear me out. Hold on. Now, yes, I do have a mouth, and yes, I can speak for myself, but I'm so used to the type of men that I've been dating that they just, you know, like the guys I've been dating lately, they just a take charge ass nigga. You know what I mean? Like, it's up my thing, all right? So I told him, okay, I want plum wine. And, you know, I'm telling him, the waitress is there, but I'm telling him. So then he told me, I'm like, what do you want? He's like, I'm gonna get whatever you get. So I'm like, okay. So the waitress looking at us. And I'm waiting for him to tell the waitress, like, okay, we're going to get two orders of plum wine. He's just looking at me. And the waitress looking at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like this stereotype that they had that the black woman is always the outspoken one. The, the, the you know, the boss in, out of the couple when you go out, you know. I'm the one that's like, he said no cheese on his burger. You know what I mean? Like, it's always got to be the black woman. Like, it just kills me. I hate that shit. So I'm just, she looking at me. I'm looking at her. She looking at me. I'm looking at her. He looking at me. I'm looking at him. Like, what the fuck going on over here? You feel me? They all just looking at me and shit. And I'm like, the fuck? I said, okay. I would like the plumb line. And then she's like, what would he like? And I'm looking at him like, you can't speak up for yourself, nigga. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to just give whatever you get. So then he telling me, not telling her. So I'm like, he didn't get the same thing. So 
that was just weird to me. So then when the wine comes out and we put we put in an order for food, basically what I said to him was, and I'm used to the dude ordering for me, right? So I was like, okay, clearly he's not ordered for me. What can I do to see if he's a chick charge kind of guy? You get what I'm saying? Let's see if he can take the lead if needed. Like, do he make good decisions? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, I don't know what I want. You should pick a sushi for us. Like, pick something for us. Pick a roll. So he's like, I don't know. I already ate. I already ate. He just kept reminding me that he ate. And I'm like, why do you keep talking about you? Nigga, it's us now. Like, we're on a date. Not you. You're not on a date by yourself. It's us. I don't care that you fucking ate, nigga. I didn't eat, clearly. You know, and usually when a man tells you, this is just an extra him. Usually when a man tells you, I already ate, I already ate, it's because he don't want to spend the money. He broke. Yeah. That's his way of telling you, I'm not trying to spend a lot of money. I just want to get drinks, and that's it. I'm not trying to run up a tab up in this bitch. It's a nice way of saying that. And, and sometimes they'll even go ahead and order salad. That's a sign right there. He ain't trying to spend no bread. Just give me y'all head up. Give me y'all heads up, okay? So he just kept saying he already ate, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck that you ate, bitch. I'm talking about us, bitch. Us. Not a you, Okay. So then he's like, I don't know what to pick. I don't know what to pick. I'm like, pick a roll. He's like, I don't know. I ate already. I'm like, pick a roll. He's like, well, what, what you mean? I don't know what to pick. So I was like, I like something crunchy and spicy. You could read what's in the roll. And you could read if it's cooked raw or whatever. I didn't say I want it cooking out raw. I just said crunchy and spicy. The man could not pick to save his life. We were sitting there forever, him looking at this damn menu. I said, Lord, what did I get myself into? To the point I was like, just pick something. Like, you know, and I'm like nudging him. Like, just pick something. He just picked the first thing he fucking seen in front of his face that says spicy. That's all he just picked anything. I'm like, no consideration, no thought went into this or nothing. I know y'all like, this bitch is evil. But no, for real. Listen, hear me out. So then, um... He orders, no, then he then he tells me what he wants or whatever. Clearly, I had to tell the waitress. So then we put that in, and we talking or whatever. And that's the third level of vetting, right? Seeing if he is able to take the lead. You know, if he is a take charge kind of man. You know, if he can make decisions for the collective. And not all men are alphas, you know what I mean? But when you're in a relationship, it's not just about you anymore. It's the us. You know, it's an hour type of thing, you know. So um, it's a wee-wee as in French-French, okay. So you would think that these this guy would be able to, or you would think that your man, you want your man to be able to make decisions. You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest thing. Gentlemen, make decisions for the collective. Like, I mean, I don't, and, 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 you know, and be a provider. Like, I don't think I ask for much, you know what I'm saying? He felt that that part of the test. It was like, what the fuck? The gentleman in the fucking, in, in the the take the lead part the decision making he fell both to he he felt on both okay the only thing he passed so far was being different from what i'm used to okay but every all of the two he failed okay so now we are in level what we at level four so in vetting when you go on these dates you want to ask questions questions that get you the answers you're looking for um, you know, and nobody's going to tell you all about your, all about their self on a date, but the goal is for you not to talk about yourself. All right. And I know it sounds crazy as hell. Um, but the goal is for you when you go on a date to not get into talking about all your fucked up relationships, your past, your whole days, um, your mommy, daddy traumas that you got going on, all that stuff. Because when you do those things, you're basically giving a person a blueprint on how to treat you so they can get what the fuck they want out of you. Right. You know, like, okay, well, her ex-boyfriend did this, did that. I'm going to just not be like that so that way I can get the pussy. Or I'm going to be like, not be like that so I can get close to her or whatever. And then once I get close to her, if I don't like her, fuck her. You know what I mean? Like, 
Or you tell them all them things and they start to think like, damn, your baby daddy did this, did that, da, da, da. so I don't need to go all out for you because you ain't used to having shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to talk about all those things on dates, you know. And then he might also be like, damn, this bitch is damaged. You know what I'm saying? So some things you just keep you keep to yourself. The best way for a date to work out is for you to get them to talk all about yourself. That's the thing. Um, In the book I have read called, I think it was Winning Friends and Influence or something like that. Um... They said the best way to people, people like people who let them talk about themselves. Like when people talk all about themselves and they seem like you're all into them and you make them feel good, they'll be like, she's a nice person. I want to hang out with her more because you just made them feel good about themselves. You didn't really talk about you. You just big up their head, right? So in this level, I don't know if they're on level four or what. I didn't write this shit down. But level four is to pick his brain. Do not tell much about you. Control the conversation. Okay? And now when we say control the conversation, not talk the whole time. Controlling the conversation is letting him talk the whole time. So you can gain all the information you need to know. You learn more when you shut the fuck up. Right? You learn more when you listen and play dumb. That's just what it is. So we're sitting at a table. And I see he had a necklace on around his neck. And the necklace he had around his neck was for the career that he, like, he did. So I was like, that's dope. Whatever, you know? And I was like, who gave you, you know, that necklace or whatever? You know, three starts to my his career, and I said, who gave you that necklace? And he was like, my dad. And I was like, oh, really? So, you know, you and your dad have a good relationship. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, that's what's up. So I'm like, oh, you know, like, is your mom and dad married, you know? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, are you the only child? You know, getting to know his, his life a little bit more, figuring out how many siblings he got. Usually people that have a lot of siblings, they're not used I mean, they, how can I put it? People that have a lot of siblings usually mean sometimes, not all the time, they're not used to love. Because when you have a lot of siblings, mommy and daddy wasn't able to show y'all all equally love. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes some people may miss out. I know it sounds fucked up. We're going to talk about that in the episode I'm going to do about abundance mindset. But it happens, right? Somebody get love more than the other. Or sometimes if you're the oldest, you're placed in a leadership role. And you don't want to be that. But based off the way he was acting, because he can make decisions, we already knew he wasn't the oldest. He was actually the baby. So that explains a couple of things, right? So he was just saying that, yeah, his mom and dad was married, but they had kids from out of other marriages and stuff like that or other relationships. But they, the, the kid, the child that they have together is his and he's the baby. And I was like, mm, okay, you know. And we talked about how his views on marriage and things like that. He was like, he want to be married one day and stuff like that, you know. So it was like, okay, you come from a mommy and daddy household. That's good. You had siblings. You know what I'm saying? You being a, the baby, yeah, yeah, you've been spoiled. You. But I got to know a little bit of things that I needed to know, right? Which explained a couple things, too. And so then after we talked about um, that, we started, I started asking questions of things I really want to know. Like, I started asking him questions about, like, um, his last relationship. These questions are not in order, y'all. I'm sorry. Because I can't remember everything. It's been a couple days. Um, actually, been a month. Damn. But, yeah, uh, I started asking about his past relationship. And I asked him a question. I said, if there's one thing that you could have changed in your last relationship or one thing you think that you was at fault for, what would it be? You know, like, we all like to say, oh, he cheated, he did that, da, 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 da. But if there's one thing that we could have did different it differently to change the outcome or we believe that we could have differently changed the outcome what is it that we could have did and if it's one thing that we did wrong what what was it and you know and people don't like to admit this but we all play a hand in what what was dealt right i say that all the time play stupid game with stupid prizes you know we have to take the accountability game right we have to play the accountability game we have to take accountability for our actions you know 
everything has a cause and effect. So I ask that question because I hate men, and I have to be aware of men, who act as if they don't do shit wrong. Oh, my ex did this. My ex did that. My ex wasn't shit. She cheated on me. She did it. Men that do that are always the ones that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Men that think they did nothing and the ex did everything wrong and that's why they single. Those are the ones when you get to know them, you find out that they was the problem. Okay? They was the problem. Okay? And whatever the ex did probably was a cause and effect of some shit that they did. Okay? People don't want to admit that. Like, D used to always say all the time that his ex-girlfriend cheated on him. He cheated on him. Da, da, da. But he didn't. He never told that he was the one that cheated first. He never told the things that he did to lead her to cheat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bruh. Own up, own your shit. You feel me? So I asked that question. And the man, and there's nothing we've asked in these questions. You need to look at their face. Look in their face. Don't stare at them. But look at their face. And their face will tell you if they're lying or not. When someone is lying, they have to think of their lie. Okay? They can't just lie on the spot like that. And if they do, they're going to keep talking and shit ain't going to add up. You know what I mean? Unless they got the gift of gab. I don't fucking know. But people have to think about their lie before they could just lie. You feel me? So he sat there. And he was thinking mighty hard, making all these faces and shit. Like, mm, mm, mm. You thought he had some good-ass soul food, but he was, mm, 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 making all these fucking faces and shit, thinking. I'm like, this nigga about to lie. <laughs> because the truth just flows. You know what I'm saying? He was about to lie, honey. And he was like, I would say um, the thing I did wrong was reacting the way I reacted. I could have not have reacted certain you know sometimes certain ways so i was like what do you mean he was like um like um like um then he started making them faces again mm, 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 mm. making them faces and shit noises and shit and then he said my ex she was just a manipulator and she would do things to get a reaction out of me and if it's anything i could have did differently I, I wouldn't have reacted to what she was doing you know like, I reacted accordingly, but now that I look back on it, I wouldn't have gave her a reaction. And then he started talking about how she was just this mass manipulator and she did all this fucked up shit and this, this, and that. But you see how she, he never took accountability for his actions? Like, he didn't, he think he did nothing wrong. Like, nothing wrong. And then he started saying that um, his friend would t- told her that he used to have a lot of girls over when they had their own place and she just was spazzed out and she was crazy and she was this, she was that. And I'm like, but did you have a lot of girls over? Yeah, but at the time when my friend told her I didn't have any more girls over anymore, he was telling her after the fact. But the fact is that you did it, though. You had a whole bunch of girls come in and out of your house and you had a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, why we can't just own up to our shit? Period. Like, I don't get it. But he really went on talking about how she was a manipulator. And how, you know, he's hurt and this, this, and that, blah, 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 blah. And we're talking for hours or whatever. And, you know, men be doing that because they think that it will make you be like, I'm not going to be like her. I'm going to be different from her and this, this, and that. You know, all that extra bullshit. I'm not going to put him through the same thing. And, oh, he's a good guy. He just been wrong by the wrong people. You know, he's been done wrong by the wrong people. And now he's talking to me and I'm going to do it right. And da, 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 da. No. Some of these niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Not all of them, but we all have an ain't shit season, okay? And like I said, everything's a cause and effect. So that was that was not it for me. I did not like the fact that he couldn't own up that he did something wrong, okay? I didn't like that at all, period. Um, the second, the second, the third question I asked him was, I said, um, how do you feel about women? And I got this from the book, um, Date Like a Sparta. 
this is not my question. I just asked this because I want that. So I was like, how do you feel about women that are so, like, um, pressed for the title? I was like, you know, like, women that just be wanting to be in a relationship with somebody. Like, what if somebody told you that they won't have sex with you unless they're in a relationship? And I don't know if y'all know this, but me, I say all the time, if I fuck you, if I fuck you, you stuck with me. You know, if I have sex, we'll be together. I say that all the time. Some men know that. They be like, mm, be careful with this bitch, you feel me? So I was like, how do you feel about women saying that they're not going to have sex unless they're in a relationship? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, would you give her a title just so you could fuck? Or would you be like, nah, I'm good. I respect her decision. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to do that with her, so I ain't going to hurt her. He was like, I wouldn't lie to her and tell her that, give her a title just so I could fuck. Nah, that's not how I would do. That's not me. So I was like, you sure? Because... If someone is so hugged up on the title that bad and I want to fuck, I would just tell them to be together so I could fuck and then just make up some shit to break up with them. Like, make it think it's their fault. So then he was like, well, when you put it that way, yeah, I would. He was like, yeah, I think I would. I would lie to somebody and get them what they want so I could get what I want. And that right there was two red flags for me in fucking one. And I know y'all think I'm fucking crazy because a lot of people was like, Vicky, you're crazy. But no, it shows you that one, like we said in the beginning, he can't make decisions. So he was easily manipulated. Like, just like that. Because I said I would do it, you agreed to do it. So did you agree to? Did you agree that you would do that because I said it, or did you agree that you would do that because deep down in your core you would be that type of person? You get what I'm saying? So it's two red flags in one. If your decision was in the beginning that you wouldn't do that, and that's who you are at your core, you're not that type of person. You should stick to it and say no. That's not me. You know what I mean? There's people out here like that, and that makes sense, but that's not how I get down. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just going along with it and saying I would do it after I said it. It's like, I don't want nobody that's easily manipulated. I don't want a follower. I want a leader. That's one. Two, um, I don't want nobody that would lie to somebody just to fuck them. You know, like, mm, it's a little cruddy, you know. So it was just like, I don't know how I feel about this nigga. So after he said that, it was like, all right, cool. Um, Yeah, you're not my type. Like, I don't see this going anywhere. Like... And I'm not trying to be a cold-hearted bitch, but, like, I guess I like alpha tendencies, and I guess I have a certain type of guy I want in mind, you know what I mean? And I know that not all of them will be perfect, but there's some major things that you want in a person, you know what I mean? And even my thing is, even if that was his answer from the beginning, like, if that was his answer in the beginning, like, yeah, I'll just tell her that's how I can fuck. Like, I did it before, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I did it before. You know, if that would have been his answer from the beginning, even though it's a fucked up answer, I probably would have respected him more for that because... At least he stayed true to who he was. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't backtrack on his words. At least he stayed true to who he was. And I'd have been like, all right, well, let's do an assessment. Okay, he a cruddy person. He'll tell you that y'all together just so he could fuck you. So you got to watch him on that end. However, you know, let's say he was able to make decisions. Let's say he was a gentleman. Let's say he also came from a good background as for his family. You know, they, he came from a married a married household or whatever, which we, he did. But let's say that. Um, what was the other one? Uh, he took accountability for his actions in his last relationship. If he did all those other things right, but he just would lie to a bitch just to fuck her, I would be like, all right, maybe we could do a date too. And I'm still getting to know you anyway. You know what I mean? But when you do everything wrong, sir, it's like, next. It's very much giving next contestant, next contestant because next contestant on the price is right because you didn't make the cut, baby. So um, after me, you know, hitting him with all them questions and shit, the intensity, and I didn't talk about myself not once, okay? Not once. I told him, I said, he don't know nothing about me and my exes, okay, honey? I said, I did that, blocker, blocker. 
at that, um, like I, I got to the conclusion of mm, not really feeling this nigga. He could be my friend. We sat and we talked and we joked and it was just lighthearted after that. You know, we just silly, whatever, whatever. But even when we were silly and we was lighthearted and talking after that, I realized that he was nobody of real substance. Like, yeah, he was intelligent from what I've seen and we had certain things in common, but he didn't really sell his personality too much. He was too busy trying to make sure I like him, you know, and it's not wrong with that, but it's like, I want you to be you too, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, he was trying to make sure, like, like, he was just, like, telling jokes and giggly all the time. And nothing wrong with that. But he never really, like, talked about anything, like, good conversation-wise. Because the jokes was fucking corny. I know many people are like, well, so you're just going to play out the good guy? And it's like, I'm not playing out the good guy. Because, yeah, he might be a good dude because he did really like me. He was trying to impress me. But there's other things that I want to and that he didn't have, you know? And we need to really identify sometimes what is a good guy. We always think, oh, he's a good guy. That's a good man. The words of my grandmother, that's a good man. But it's like, just because he's nice to you and he pay your bills, don't mean he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, what about the future? What about other things? You know what I mean? Like, just because that person have that doesn't mean they're just the awesome person in the world. You get what I'm saying? That's like somebody saying, well, he don't cheat on me, so he's a good guy. Yeah, he don't cheat on you. He's a good guy, but, you you know, he's not a provider or he doesn't lead properly. You know what I mean? Like, these are all things, too. You know what I mean? Just because somebody is nice, he doesn't mean it's the end-all, be-all. You know? Shit, what the fuck is the bonus? You know what I'm saying? So, that's just how I feel. So, this episode was basically about vetting, right? So, now that we can conclude Ms. Brownstone's date, what did we learn from this? We learned that when you go on a date with a person, watch them, you know? Don't get caught up on what you think they could be, the potential they could be. Watch what they show you. You know what I mean? Watch how they act because it's like an interview. When you go to an interview, the person is applying for the job. You're going to put his best foot forward. You know, and the best foot forward will be opening doors, walking on the outside of the sidewalk, you know, you know, paying attention to you when y'all was talking to figure out what is something that she would like to do for dinner. What is something we could do together that we have in common? You get what I'm saying? Um, you know, being able to pick a place. You know, all of those things make sense. And ask the right questions so you know what you're getting yourself into. From I mean, you're not gonna always know per se, but you do a better you do a you get you get a better pick. You know what I mean? You do a better job at picking than just picking up anything and then you get involved with them and then you find out what the fuck did I get myself into. You know what I mean? Or you realize that because you was on a date and you talked all about you and your past and your day days and Jerome's and shit that you know nothing about this guy and you think you really like him, but in reality you just like the fact that he let you vent. Like bitch you could have got a therapist for that, you feel me? So then y'all end up fucking around and you realize I don't even know this nigga. Like, the fuck? Come on now, y'all know y'all been there. That was one thing about black Jesus, y'all. Me and Black Jesus, was, when we would go out, we would talk all the time about my fucking past and all this shit. Black Jesus ain't never talk about himself. That's one thing about the motherfucking Aquarius. He ain't never talk about himself. He always was let me talk, 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 talk. And I thought we was just the closest of friends and I knew so much about him. No, I didn't know shit. I just like the way that he made me feel. I thought he was listening to me and he just agreed with everything. I said, you know, you right, you right. So I'm like, he gets me. That nigga ain't get me. Then they ain't get shit I was talking about. He just nodding his head and smiling way, boys, to get some pussy. That's what he was doing, you know. Um, so yeah, that's how to vet properly. I hope y'all enjoy it. You know, think about what is the main things that you look for in a partner. You know what I'm saying? And write them down, and write down ways that you can ask questions to get those answers. You know. Like, I know in the future I want to be married. So I had to ask right away, like, do you see yourself being married? 
You know what I mean? I know that men who grew up without a father figure are usually cowards. No disrespect. But yeah, they be having daddy issues. Men have daddy issues. You know what I mean? We can't both have fucking daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? So I need to ask those questions. I need to ask about your relationship with your mom and shit like that. Because men who don't have good relationships with their mothers or they hate their mothers, they usually hate women. You know what I'm saying? Or women that look like their mom. So you got to be careful that, you know, if you don't, if they don't treat their mom right, they ain't going to treat you right. That's just real shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Real shit. Mama boys and all that shit. You got to be careful. So you need to ask the right questions to avoid the shit you try not to go. You don't want to go back down the same road. You know what I mean? You want to change it on up, you know? So ask the questions you need to know. Um, You know, ask people where they see themselves in five years. I know that's a corny ass question that we ask a lot, but that's important because if you if y'all get serious you're spending your future with this person don't you need to know what his mission is before you submit to it bitch i mean doesn't that make sense you know what i'm saying so ask those questions um mm, you can ask about religion too if that's something major to you you know what i'm saying i don't know but just figure out what is important for you what are the characters you want to have in the, in your partner even questions about loyalty if that's such a big deal to you Questions about poly. If, if you're into the poly lifestyle, you want to know how they would feel about you having multiple lovers. Or if you want to be monogamous, you know what I mean? You need to ask those questions so that you know, you know, where people are at, especially in this day and age, you know what I'm saying? If you're into spirituality, you need to ask them a questions about spirituality. How does he feel about manifesting? How does he feel about meditating? How, you know, all these different things, you know what I mean? So that you know what you can get yourself Because you want to find someone who's in common with you. Like, I'm noticing that with me going on this celibacy thing. It's like, oh, no, I need to vet better because we need to have something in common. And you need to have some type of substance. Because before it was, I'm sick of a nigga not having shit, not having this shit together. Now I'm meeting niggas that got their shit together, but they got other shit with them. <laughs> it's like, damn, okay, hold up. <laughs> How can I avoid this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, nobody's perfect. You're living, you're learning. You know, like, you're not going to meet the finished product. The, the, you know, but you don't want to fix a picker upper either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to get the perfect guy. Everybody has some shit with them. But you know, you kind of want to figure out what the shit is first before you get yourself involved in shit. So you could feel like, all right, can I deal with this? Like, it's a little cow maneuver. Like, can we get through this? You know what I'm saying? Um, versus you getting shit and it's like shit piled up to the ceiling, bitch, and you can't see and you're like just swimming in shit. You know what I'm saying? So just find out what these things are that people have and see if you can work with it because pick your poison, baby, pick your poison. You know what I'm saying? As long as they cross, I say this all the time, as long as a man could do the top things on my list, the other shit we can work out. If I get a man who is supportive, who is a provider, who, who is able to lead, you know, I can trust his judgment, things like that. Um, you know, my throat itch. I'm sorry, y'all. <clears throat> what was I at again? Yeah, who is a provider? Who is supportive? Who's able to leave? Who is my friend? Um, I don't know if I miss anything. Who is spiritual? You know, or at least I mean, I could do with the religion, but you know what I'm saying. Who has a career? Who know where he going in life? You know what I mean. Has a mission? You know those things. Then I can everything else we could work out. Like we could work out you having fucking five kids. You know what I'm saying? Like I know y'all sound like five kids. Yeah, we could work out you having five kids, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like we could work that shit out. You know, we could work out you being a little a little self centered at times. We could work out your 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 traumas and things like that. As long as it's everything else I need, you know, what I mean? you're not gonna get a perfect person, you know. 
Like, if that makes any sense to anybody that's listening. So, yeah, um, learn how to vet, y'all. And if y'all really need help with vetting, then go um, go to my website and go to the books I recommend. And you will see Date Like a Sparta in there. Or you could just go ahead and buy the books off of Amazon, whatever you want to do. But it's better to buy from my website because I get a percentage, just saying. Um, speaking of website, make sure y'all hit my website so y'all can get y'all affirmation books and y'all make me over books. Because things are in the works, okay? And what needs to be in the works is your transformation, bitch, period. So, yeah. Do that because if you want new, you got to say goodbye to the old, baby. All right? Don't let this knowledge that I'm giving y'all go to waste. Okay? Period. So, as always, ladies, keep it clatchy. And I look forward to you guys next time. Mwah.